Welcome to the SBP Podcast, Mobile Filmmaking. I'm Susie Botello, and you are listening to episode 108. So we have a new series. It's called In the Weeds. You may have heard about it. Uh, this is Now, this series is in addition to our regular programming. So this is not replacing what you're used to listening to on this podcast. I want to make sure that you understand that. Um, but it's called In the Weeds for a reason, because we're going to really get into it. And we have our first and our most wonderful master contributor. <laughs> I'm setting this up for him right now. Uh, Jason C. Marshall, who is bringing and contributing to this series all about storytelling, story structure, and everything that comes with it. Welcome, Jason. Welcome back. Well, thanks for having me again, Susie. Hey, uh, Jason, why don't we, I was thinking maybe what we should do is uh, in this introduction to the series, why don't you uh, share with our listeners a, a little bit about what you intend to talk about uh, and share with them? Uh, yeah, so you're looking, you're, you're talking about like an overview for the for the whole what we're we're trying to accomplish here, correct? Yeah, not not just in this episode, but overall, and okay. guys, we can't compress. So, you know what? Maybe I should explain. You know the the purpose and the reasoning behind doing this okay because see so so this is this is what's going on so i i basically hope you get a lot out of this series because it's my goal to inspire you right if you're listening to this that's my goal it's always my goal uh it's been my goal and so after like 100 episodes you know listening to filmmakers and other people in the industry um, they've been sharing and discussing mobile filmmaking uh, with us, meaning you as well. And I felt we were trying to like really cram a lot into each episode, right? Some of them are about an hour and then some are longer than an hour. But I, I feel like there's this one part that really, really matters a lot when you're making your films, and that's called the story. And because why that's important i'm just going to be really blunt about it okay you want your film to be unforgettable right so not you don't want it to be unforgettable just because it was shot with a phone because i mean i'm this is now i'm really being blunt it's 2021 you're not alone anymore you're not the only one making a movie with a phone so because that's actually the case um I'm always searching for a way to empower you with, with the podcast. And I thought, hey, how about if we include Jason uh, into our podcast uh, with this series? Where, because Jason has been learning and sharing a lot about story structure and how to become a better filmmaker by working and focusing more on the story part of the filmmaking. And I thought, if we do that, then we're really going to empower you guys because you're going to have, I mean, look, you're already experts at shooting uh, with a phone, right? So you've learned how to shoot great footage. But to make great films, you need to captivate your audience with a good story. And that's where Jason comes in. So I hope, I think, what do you think, Jason? Do you think? that that's a good uh explanation from i mean i've shared it with you why i wanted to do this mm -hmm. um am i missing anything no no i think you're uh, i think you're bang on there the um it's 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 one of the things and i think we we all do it as we're starting it we tend to focus on the technical versus the because it's a little easier to figure out because stories, as much of a science as is an art, it's a bit more, sometimes it can be harder to grasp. So it's easier to focus on, well, how can I use my phone to shoot, to shoot a film? Um, you know, figure out Filmic Pro or the, any of the others like Moment or Beast App, Beast Grip App, whatever they call it. 
Um, so yeah, you can and you can hone the technical pretty easily after after doing a doing a few few shoots. You know, like, okay, I can get good images. I can make things look pretty. Um, but that's only a small part of it because without without a properly structured story that has a proper flow that audiences are accustomed to, there's no guarantee they're going to be as into your story as you are. Yeah. If that's, uh, if that, that makes sense, I think. Um, so in our, the last time you and I talked, um, episode 107, I believe, um, we kind of went over that and talked about my experiences making, making films and then trying to figure out why, why, why aren't these good? And that led down to the story road. And that's where we are now at the point where I, I'm, I'm not as much of a filmmaker or writer so much now as I guess an educator, because the things I've learned, I want to share and help other filmmakers craft that story that audiences are going to, going to, going to get attached to and I, I totally get that it's 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 a thing that happens right um where you're you're making films you're working in the industry right uh just kind of like what i was and then you get you you go into this path where you start sharing it and uh you it, it's enlightening for you in a way that other people are getting something good out of it right out mm-hmm. of what you've learned Yes. And then uh, you, it, it's like, okay, it's like you're sharing everything you buy at the grocery store, you're sharing with people who are hungry, right? And then you, you open up the fridge and there's nothing left for you, right? Because mm-hmm. you're out of time, you're out of, you know, you're, you're giving away so much. But that's mm-hmm. okay because we all have a purpose in life. And I think, uh, like for me, it just seems like, wow, I'd love to make a movie, you know? <laughs> myself uh with a mobile phone i mean you know in, in my position with the film festival and everything it's like well i i you know it was this great idea and and now things are in where i want to make a film and uh, but i'm constantly busy with the film festival with the mm-hmm. podcast and all these other things where well maybe that's my purpose right I, i'm kind of taking it day by day but that's that's the that's the thing and for you, I think it's the same thing. But at least you come from that. And I shouldn't say at least. I mean, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is you come from that background. It's not like, oh, I'm just, I come out of nowhere. I was a, you know, a, a CPA or something. And now I'm going to teach filmmaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, um, and, and the thing is that I actually get, I mean, I would, I would figure it, it, it would have to be the same with you, the 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 sharing of other people's content the cultivating new filmmakers the encouraging people to do the thing they want to do and not be held back by not having the right equipment quote on you know quote end quote um the fact that yeah you can don't worry about this stuff just go out and do it learn how to do it and then you can refine after that which is the fate which is the point that or excuse me which is where we're at now. Okay, you know how to make a film on a phone. Now let's talk story so you can refine it so that all the pieces can fall into place. Good story, good filmmaking technique equals a product people want to watch. Yeah, and if you're making movies with phones, guys, if you're making a movie with a phone, it's in my best interest to make it your best interest (laughs) to make (laughs) awesome films. Because we're all in this together, you know. Um, it all goes hand in hand. Absolutely. So, you know how to make a film on a phone, but you don't necessarily know story structure or how to how to take your idea that you're passionate about and structure it in such a way that an audience will recognize and get attached to. And that that's where that's where the problem comes in because. In your head, it all makes sense, but you know it inside out. So there is a certain amount of translation required to put it into a more familiar familiar format. And this is where people may balk at this idea, but formula doesn't constrain you. Formula is freedom. 
because audiences have been trained through watching movies what to expect in a movie. So if things aren't there or things are out of order, they may not respond to what you're what yeah, you're presenting. Look, so, you could call a bagel a donut. But if true. you call it a donut, people expect it to be sweet. Yes. So if they now as good as bagels are, um, if you give somebody a bagel and you call it a donut, they're going to be very disappointed when they taste it because it's not going to taste like a donut. <laughs> everybody's reaching for donuts now, Jason. <laughs> uh, everybody's like looking for, I've, you know, I've delivering donuts. donuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's the, that's, that's the whole point of it. Jason, explain mm-hmm. your, your, uh, let's go back to, let's start sharing with everybody in this intro episode more about what we're going to be discussing in this series as we move along. Yes, yeah. So today we're going to just kind of do an, a structural overview. Um, because this is actually, when we get into this, it's going to be multiple. It's multiple elements. There's structure, there's character arc, and there's plot. And you can't look at them as three different things. They all work together in harmony to create your ultimate thing. And through this, we're going to explain how they all fit together. But first, we're going to focus on story structure because that's the foundation that everything is built on. And the basics you need to know for story structure are the the three primary elements, which are acts, story beats, and your scenes. And the, the, the thing that we are going to approach this from a four-act perspective. Right. It's, it, 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 it's going to seem a bit complicated at first, but it's actually going to be way simpler once we, get in, once we get into it. And so what are those acts? Well, an act is a phase in the character's journey, and the events of each, each act, excuse me, differ significantly from those before. Act one is the setup phase. And this is where we establish the character and the world they live in, what their life is like. All the things we need to know to like this character and want to follow them on their journey. Act two is the reactive phase. And this is where they've made the choice to to answer the call to adventure. But they're in a crazy upside down world where everything they know doesn't serve them. So they're kind of just reacting to the things that are happening to them. Uh, Act three happens after the midpoint. And this is the active phase. They've learned lessons in act two that they can now use to move forward in act three and four. And they're more empowered to pursue their, their, their plot goals. Act four is the resolution. You know, they've completed the journey. And though they may not have got the thing they wanted, they got the thing they needed, and that helps them become uh, you know, a more complete person. There's been a lesson learned that we share with the audience, and you know you have a generally a happy happy ending. Um, sometimes you have a negative ending depending on the arc you choose, but the most popular is a positive ending. But an act, you know. By itself is nothing. You need to fill it out, and that's where the story beats come in. Cool, the beats. That sounds like the Beatles. Yes, and we got <laughs> we, we got we got some sick beats to talk about. <laughs> nice. Uh-huh. Um, and once again, I'm just going to go over this very very quickly um, because there's a, there's a lot to discuss in the future. Um, so I use a for me I use twelve beats, um, and so within Act One. There's four beats, the prologue, the normal world, world, a disruption, and a discord, debate, discussion, whatnot. Do I go ahead or do I not go ahead? Then there's act two, where you have made the choice to answer the call to adventure, enter the matrix, step through the looking glass, whatever you want to call it. And then you spend the bulk of it in the upside down world. And then you have the midpoint, which is, 
in every movie you've watched, that's kind of the big action scene or the big big thing that happens that, that turns the story. Getting us into Act 3, where we raise the stakes, then experience a low in the Valley of Despair. Getting into Act 4, there's revelations where the character learns something important to meet the climax, and then the epilogue that wraps things up. Cool. This sounds like a really good song. <laughs> <laughs> so, so one of the one of the things that I think, like when when you're writing a screenplay, right? One of the first things that you do is you you write a treatment. And I know we sort of roughly discussed, you know, the treatment in the last episode. But I think the treat the the treatment um, usually is followed by an outline. And I think it's really important because, you know, as much as it's not like you're just writing a book and there's no planning or anything like that and it's coming out through your head, which you can totally do that. Mm-hmm. But then you want to make sure that you cover things from, you know, with with a formula, um, you know, in, in some have some sort of strategy in order to make that story really rock. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. So for... So listeners, as you're listening to what everything that Jason is telling you, it's not going to be like in this one one session is going to explain all of this in detail because your brain will explode. Um, and so because, you know, Jason has taken uh, a few years to to learn all this and, he, you know, it, we're not just going to dump this all on you in in one session. So one of the things that Jason and I spoke about was that uh, he would basically run through some some movies, right, as examples, right, because it makes the whole process earlier. You want to tell them what those movies are? And we may throw in a few later, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. at least for now, maybe maybe they've watched them or maybe they can watch them, you know, just kind of to keep keep in mind when they come back and listen to these sessions. Uh, yeah, actually, I've uh, so the two we talked about, um, Wonder Woman, the the first one from 2017, um, we're going to use that, and as we go through it, we're going to break down, you know, each beat and just say, you know, and and say here's the things that happen in this movie, and we're also going to use Serenity, uh, the Josh Josh Whedon Serenity, um, and you and I had talked about uh, clickbait, but I got thinking about that. I want to hold off on that. Because I think the fun thing with that is after we do all this, we can circle back and discuss Mm -hmm. how how story structure is scalable. With clickbait being a limited series, we're going to talk about movies first. And then, you know, after we do that, we're going to come back and be like, hey, here's this this little limited series. And we're going to tell you how the structure was expanded to cover the, is it eight episodes? Well, here's the thing that I really enjoyed about clickbait. So, so hear me out, Jason. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so what I really enjoyed out of, whether it's a series or a film, it, I mean, the strategy that they used in, in each scene in a film, it's sort of leading you to the next one, right? And you're always having, um, you know, there's this, there's this thing that I cover when, when I'm talking about the storytelling, um, the ways and means of storytelling, if you want to call it that. And one mm-hmm. of them is, um, it's like that, that, the, the, the mouse cat and chase game, right? The, not the mouse, but the cat and chase, cat and mouse chase game yes. <laughs> uh, where they're leading each other. So basically, you know, um, it's a tease. It's a bit of a teasing, Right. Yes. But there's also some satisfaction that has to go there. You, it, the, the whole storytelling, everything about storytelling is is quite psychological. Right. In, in, yes. in one way or another. And there is a science to it. And there's this thing about that mo- that that series. Right. In clickbait that they're leading you along. And I thought it was just really well done. Uh, they're leading you along as a viewer in one direction. And you, as a viewer, 
have made up your mind uh, because we all do that. Just like, uh, you know, Jason, we, you know, probably should listen to episode 107. <laughs> uh, <with laughs> yes, <Jason>. definitely. <laughs> yeah. And one of the things that we talked about was exactly that, that it's, it's a, it's a game. It's a, it's a, you're gaming um, the entire story for the viewer because it is entertaining entertainment mm -hmm. um but you got to realize that when you're watching a movie you're kind of like you like figuring it out right you you do want some satisfaction in that you don't want to be completely out of the loop throughout the whole thing so you throw in clues that lead you here and they lead you there and you're like aha i'm getting this i'm so smart i know who the this person is and i know where this is mm -hmm. leading to and then the whole thing gets flipped and then it gets flipped again and it gets flipped again and again and again and what i really enjoyed about this movie is that as much flipping as it goes on you know with flipping your interpretation and your perspective and your, your what you thought was happening in this mystery in the end everything comes together and fits um, in a way that makes sense. You're like, oh, it was all right there. So it's not yep. like it leads you astray at the end. You're going, no, 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 no. If, if, if that were true, then this wouldn't have happened. You know, and that's mm -hmm. why I, I mentioned that film to you, Jason, because I thought it was just so greatly done. It, it's been a long time for me to watch mm -hmm. a film and have, a movie do that usually i figure them out <laughs> mm. <laughs> well so that's just the other side that, that's what i'm thinking will um because of because of the you know stretched out nature of it being a being a series versus a two-hour film right. um it, it's probably worth coming back to after we've after we've kind of gone through everything in, in the simpler format and in, in, you know the simpler 90 minute format then we can be like hey you understand this now yeah, and I and think our like, listeners also are going to want some tricks. You yes. know, you're going to want to know some tricks of the, you know, like, yes, we're going to talk about beats and, and story structure and the acts and all these things. Um, but you're going to get, you're going to get to, it's going to be fun because we're going to, we're going to, well, as long as I'm in it, it's probably going to going to be a little funny here and there because <laughs> my uh my dorkness will come out um but other than that it, you're going to get to learn some tricks because yeah. otherwise you could just sit around and read books you know um it's kind of like going to college you're paying to go to college to take these classes and uh and you know you're just going to sit there but you're going to learn something but it, it's going to be like pulling teeth right this is mm -hmm. not at all like that. Um, you're going to learn a lot. You're going to be entertained throughout it. And the best part is at the end of each session, you're going to get tips and tricks out of it that you can start using right away, that everything will come together uh, for you. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and uh, we post all our socials at the end of the uh, Mm -hmm. in the, the show notes. So, I mean, if anyone has a question, they can reach out and tag either of us and we can, we can, we can expand the conversation beyond just the confines of the podcast. Okay. So now that we're almost at the midpoint of, of this, this particular mm -hmm, uh, yes. intro session, um, pretend that I'm uh, doing a commercial or something here, uh, but I'm not. Uh, but basically, I do want to update you on on a few things. So basically, Jason has come on board with the uh, smartphone filmmaking publication that we have on Medium. And he is now officially a writer for the publication. So, yay! Yes, very uh, much yay. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank um, you much. So, yeah, so now that he's a writer, he's going to be writing the article for, for this particular session so he's going to have a breakdown of the outline thing that we were discussing and mm -hmm. um and all that and um and then he will write the articles for for the next sessions 
And he may write a few other articles as well because why not? He's a writer now, right? Exactly. Um, so that's uh, that's an update I wanted to give to to you all. Another update. This is timely. So if you're listening to this a year from now, um, you know this may not make not make a lot of sense, but I do have to mention this. Um, you know, our film festival, you know, that is happening in San Diego. Uh, we are planning. It's it's taking place next April, April 29th through May 1st, here in San Diego. And you may get to meet Jason uh, in the film festival too, uh, but I don't want to give out too much information about that right now because we have a lot of organizing to do. The other thing is we do plan on it being in person, uh, but it's still too soon to say 100%. Yes, that's going to happen because the whole pandemic thing. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're all dealing with that, right? Unfortunately, it's yeah, yeah, still so, ongoing. I know, but um, but yeah, we we do plan that. So so mark those dates. You know, April 29th through May first. Start start putting some cash on the side to come down, because uh, it's going to be extraordinary. And because it's going to be the first one out of the pandemic, right? Um, it's going to be. I mean, they're always pretty awesome, amazing, fun. Ask anybody who's been here for them, and they'll tell you um, it's definitely memorable. We still have people from 2017 and 2018 that um, contact me and say, you know, I still can't forget, you know, how wonderful it was to be uh, in the film festival in person, you know. So mm-hmm. you want to make sure you do that. But I do want to let you know the 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 film submission dates. Um, they're October 19th, which is next month, to submit a feature film. And November 19th, these are the regular deadlines to submit um, your short films. So make sure that you click on the links down below or go to internationalmobilefilmfestival.com and get all the information. Make sure you make those deadlines and get your films in and be a part of the the awesome festival experience because um, we're pretty unique. Um, oh, absolutely, get 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 on in there because it's uh, it, it's not just look. It's a lot of fun, but also it gives you a chance to you know, expand your expand your network, talk to talk to and meet other people in in the niche you're working in. Yeah, yeah, and definitely, I love to promote the heck out of people. Um, and you never know, you may be a guest in the podcast. Um, she really, she, she really does. I mean, I'm here. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And you were, you were in our film festival, um, uh, in 2020 actually. Yes. Uh, again, it went online. That was the first year it went online. (laughs) Um, but, uh, he got to even, even if it ends up online, trust me, guys, you're going to be a part of it. And, and it's, it's really nice to have conversations with filmmakers here in this podcast or even on the side. Um, I do love to socialize with, with everybody and discuss mobile filmmaking. I think most people who are making films with a smartphone are pretty much into it <laughs> uh, for the most part. Um, okay, and then here's the other thing I wanted to mention, just one other little update. Now, Jason... Um, well, it's not really an update. It's just something that you should know. Um, Jason is doing these things on the side here. Um, you're moonlighting, Jason. <laughs> yep, that's right. Um, yeah, you're doing these things on the side. He's making videos, uh, video reviews. Um, he's using, actually, you, you're you using Filmic Pro for that, aren't you? Yes, I am. I am. The um, Just the... Uh, the the ability to set up my camera and then use the remote app on my iPad uh, is just so convenient because I have a big so I have the bigger screen where I can see and ma- see myself adjust the frame, make the adjustments. It's it's wonderful. That's incredible. Um, wow. And that that yeah sorry pardon me. So that's for my talking head videos for the reviews I do with Julian. That's just do we do a two camera setup? But it's, yeah, it's two iPhones with Filmic Pro. And um, they I look just, really it, nice. It does, it does. And I gotta tell you, I love AirDrop 
to just be able to go into my office oh, yeah. and, and, and airdrop the files right to the Mac. Yeah. And there's no messing around. It's a fast, smooth transfer. They, they, look at the, 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 the work. So my experience, the workflow of making anything mobile in the Apple ecosystem is just so seamless. I love it. Yeah, I used, I've been using AirDrop for a lot of stuff constantly mm-hmm. when, you know, especially with COVID when you're always around it. You know what I yes. mean? It's it's nearby because it's using um, uh, the Bluetooth technology. Yeah. And oh, that, yeah. I, I, I used that at Comic-Con too. Um, mm-hmm. I was with my, my, my colleague and we were shooting pictures and videos and things like that. And he had more room on his phone on his iPhone than on mine. Mm-hmm. And so I was like running out of space and I was just, I'm just like shooting all the cosplayers and everything. I mean, I'm, I'm just like a, like a, you know, I mean, it was just incredible anyway. So I had all these hundreds of photos and I was like, and video clips. And I was like, I'm running out of space on my phone. <laughs> and he says, Oh, I've got a gazillion terabytes on my phone, you know, whatever. And, right. um, <laughs> and you can go between, like, it's not just, it's not just computers. You can go between phones. Yes. And so right yeah. there, you know, we both were on the same Wi-Fi network and we, you know, we turned on our blue cause it's, you know, there's a safety thing with Bluetooth too. So mm-hmm. we turned it on temporarily. I dropped it onto his phone and then later, you know, he, you know, uh, dropped it into my, my Mac later on, you know, that night or the next day or whenever it was. And so, yeah, it's it's great technology. It's great to be able to do that. It's great to collaborate. Um, if you're out shooting, you know, stuff in on location, if you've got more than one camera and, you know, you're using other people's cameras, you know, from your your uh, crew, and you can just airdrop them to, to the editor if he happens to be there or to the director or whatever. I mean, it's just, it's really cool. It is, yeah, it's so slick. So slick and fast. You think it's not as fast as it is, but it actually is fast. The um, yeah, I just did uh, did a, did a talking head for something I'm doing over at uh, at HBO The Nevers, and I think it was like a, you know, it was like a thirty or forty gig file, and because I, I record in four K, so I can you know mm-hmm. z- you know, zoom in and out and render at ten eighty. Um, yeah, I think it was the the transfer time through AirDrop for for you know the size of the file was surprisingly fast yeah because again it's bluetooth mm-hmm. yeah it's it's almost like direct it's almost like you know when you crumple up a piece of paper and you toss it across a room and you missed a basket <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like that <laughs> um yeah so you're using filmic pro for that why i'm like totally startled with that is because most people think of filmic pro for you know the cinematic look for films. Um, and you're using it basically for, <laughs> you're calling it talking heads, uh, mm-hmm. for video production, right? <clears throat> yeah, Where exactly. But yeah, you're doing, so YouTubers for the most part, right, that, that tend to do those talking heads type videos, um, they're not using Filmic Pro for the most part, are they? I would think not. Generally, generally speaking, in in the in for the few YouTubers that I follow who do get into the the details of what they use, they're using tend to use primarily DSLRs. Yeah. Um, something with a flip. So generally, I think they try to find something with a with a flip out uh, viewfinder LCD, that they yeah. that they can, that they can turn around so they can see themselves and you know make all their all their adjustments. But I mean, like I said, for me, I'm like. The phone, the phone works great. The image quality is top notch, and I can do everything I need with uh, with with filmic. And even because of now, I'm lucky. I, I have enough room in my office that I can have myself in focus in the background, just a, a tiny bit out of focus. Yeah. So that that helps in my case where I don't have anywhere to put uh, a light to. You know, an edge edge light from my head and shoulders to separate me from the background. So the so the the camera, the the, the distances are long enough that the camera gets a slightly out of focus. Like it's it's very little, 
because of the nature of, of the cameras on phones, but it's still enough to add some separation. Well, one of the one of the things that I liked about your your video, the last one that you shot well, um, was as well I should say. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> is that the only one? <laughs> um, but the reason I'm saying that is because you also had this um, this green and blue light, you know, yes. kind of scientific. <laughs> it reminded me of like the Nickelodeon type, you know, remember those, those, those uh, Halloween, like scientific horror type. I don't, I forgot what, Mm -hmm. what it was called, but it's really cool. It adds, um, it adds, see, that's production value, production Mm -hmm. value. People think sometimes it's, you know, um, something you do in post-production, but that's, that's post, that's not production. Mm -hmm. Production is while you're recording, basically. Um, exactly. Yeah, and so that's it, or or a part of that phase, you know, the production phase, and so yeah, I just think it's uh, it looked really good. I think more people. Um, and by the way, um, you should all. Wh- what are you doing for the audio? Uh, the audio I am using uh, the actual setup that I'm using for this conversation right now, and that is a Zoom H6 recorder and a Rode NTG2 shotgun mic on a uh, on one of those extension arms. Yeah. So that's what you do for the for the talking heads. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we <laughs> the talking didn't have to worry about copyrights. We can insert them the, their song in here. Um, the um yeah, no, so and of course I use that for filmmaking too because yeah. it's just, yeah. Yeah, Better. you want to get good. You want to get. You want to work on that audio. That's mm-hmm. that's that's really good. Yeah, I think it's. I, I think it's pretty awesome. Do you use any lenses or anything? Um, I have a couple B script lenses. Okay. Uh, and but I tend to not use them. Yeah. Um, I mean, you don't times, really need them for the most part, unless you're doing. I think the anamorphic uh, lenses tend to add more quality to yeah. the actual video. Yeah, it also gives you it also gives you that 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 interesting look the way that you know you get the the lens flares and just the way yeah so it it it, it alters the image in a very unique way yeah but and then you also you're using some lighting right yes yeah because the um it's so I have so in in the case like my my setup for the for the head the talking head videos and which reminds me. When I do the article, I'm going to put a link because this thing, this thing that we're talking about right now, I actually did make a video on that I keep forgetting that I made. Mm. <laughs> so, the, so the thing we're talking about, I can actually uh, actually put out there and and share to say, hey, look at look we, as well as talking about story and making movies, look what else you can do with a phone. Mm-hmm. You can make these nice looking talking you know talking head videos. Um, but yeah, so I have two lights that project onto the background to give and I change the gels nice to give it to give a different look whether it's green or blue or red or blue or right now I'm using pink and blue um, just to just to mix it up and I've got two little LED lights one on either side of the desk so that I have as far as you know so I can't do proper three-point lighting but I can do two-point so I've got more on one side of my face than the other so one side of this one side of my face is a little bit shadowed you know, the creativity in mobile filmmaking is pretty awesome. If, if you're listening to this and, you're, and, and your mind is like, oh, I, I do this or I do that, get on Twitter, tag, tag the podcast, tag mm-hmm. Jason, whatever, and, and share that with us because everybody's got like these really creative, unique things. I want to mention, you know, you were talking about the book Save the Cat. Mm-hmm. And... While I was listening to you uh, during the last podcast, there was one person that was on my mind throughout that whole thing. She was in episode 94 of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Zhang, who uh, won the best feature film in, um, in this 2021 film festival. Um, she actually is an instructor for Save the Cat. Oh, is she? Yeah. And so, well, she's an instructor that for, so if you go to, I forgot the name of the, it's on, but we'll insert the the link for it, Mm -hmm. you know, as well. 
Um, but she, she, you know, I was telling her, I'm like, hey, you know, we were talking a lot about, about the book. But she mentions that in episode 94 and then on, on our Patreon page, SBP Podcast on Patreon.com, um, we share, if you become a patron, um, we share um, an entire uh, separate episode where she talks about that as well, more in detail um, oh, about Save nice. the Cat and, and all that, because she's very much into that, into the same topic as well. As anyone who wants to make a great film, why I'm mentioning that is because I'm hoping to inspire some of you right now because her film, she shot it through the pandemic. She shot the whole thing on her iPhone and then she edited the whole film on her iPhone as well. It was 73 minutes long. But here's the kicker right here. It was such a good story. It was such a good story that... The film made it to Cannes for the, um, you know, which was, I think it was in July where that took place, the Cannes Film Festival. And it made it there on the film market. And she got a lot of recognition for shooting her. She she was, I mean, she basically got, I mean, she's a filmmaker, mm-hmm. you know. And she got more recognition from that film that she shot on her phone. Um than in almost all the other projects that she's ever had. I can't speak for her, but you should listen to her in the podcast. Maybe we'll we'll have to bring her back. Um, maybe we'll have to do a, a session with you uh, as oh, well, that, Jason. Uh, that would be cool. Right? That would be cool. Because, look, I, I got a lot of respect for the uh, for the people over at the, uh, the Save the Cat Institution, we'll call it, because they've, yeah. they've, really, they've really expanded it. Um, with you know the various training trainers, the training programs they've expanded into Save the Cat Rage a Novel, Save the Cat Rage a TV series, because that whole thing where structure is scalable and it it applies to multiple platforms. So it's it's absolute genius. Yeah, and it and it inspired you as well to it really did. Get yeah, in. like I said, it, it it is the it, it is literally the 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 book that led us to this moment. Yeah, <laughs> and look, guys. You know me, you know, I, I I don't have any affiliates or anything like that here. So, um, you know, go get the book, go read it, you know, um, because it'll it'll fall into place. But Jason, we're really looking forward to the next session now that we've gotten through the intro uh, session and we've, you know, <laughs> gone down this little stroll on uh, the, some the mobile filmmaking. <laughs> yeah, on some little. Yeah, but 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 we're both passionate about it. So yeah, I mean, we it, can't. It, it's, I can't it's a natural. Help it. It's a nat- It's a natural natural segue. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and I had to I had to do that because um, it was just really neat that that you were using Filmic Pro to to do your talking head videos. Uh, you're doing these these reviews, and and I don't want to really stick to calling them your talking head videos. They do mm-hmm. have a purpose. Why don't you tell us just 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 two minutes? Just tell us the purpose of those videos and what you're sharing there. Okay, so the it's it's two different spots. One, the stuff that we're talking about right now is eventually going to be made into into videos where I talk about it, and you know, in the in this in the video format. But what I'm doing right now is for my work over at uh, the fan site HBO The Nevers, I'm writing articles on my theories and thoughts on the show. But we were talking about it. And I'm like, I want to convert these to video because I'm curious how audiovisual engagement compares to text blog engagement. And it's also a chance to take this work I've already done and put it in another format. So it's not so that I could just reach more people and spread that message and change lives. Yeah. And we're not talking about literally. See, and this is why I don't want to say it's talking heads. You know, mm-hmm. you do things in between and in the middle and you overlap it with with footage. And, and oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a yes. very entertaining thing. It's not I mean, because, you know, I just don't want it. Yeah, I don't I don't want to under or demean 
your your well, videos. You know? Well, because I, I, I can't quite call them video essays yet because it's not quite there. Right. So, but so I, so it's it's kind of in the middle between the two. Yeah, but it's definitely entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're not just gonna watch Jason's head. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, no. We, we we you know we, we we cut back and forth and and I also alter the you know just be, even though it's the one camera setup, I right. still you know shoot wide and then crop in so I can do different uh, you know I can do I can do uh, you know a medium clo- like a medium and from the same angle I can do a close up or a medium close up. Yeah, I do my I do mine. Uh, I don't have an iPad, so if anybody wants to send me a really nice gift for Christmas <laughs> or something, um, I'm I'm down. <laughs> but get, 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 get the get the woman an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I what I what I do is I literally do this old style, like I used to do back in the day of my video production uh, jobs, where I would get a um, I would put the the thing on the tripod, the camera on the tripod, this time being my phone. And of course, there is no way to flip that, right? So mm-hmm. um, what I what I would do is mark my spot where I'm sitting, you mm-hmm. know, mark it with the things that are around me to see, you know, where my head goes. And yep. I record it and I use the front camera because that's the one that has the highest resolution when I'm mm-hmm. recording with 4K. And I use that, and and then I go back, I, I say a couple little things, and then I review it. Okay, this is great. Nope, better sit more to the left or to the right. You know, things like that. Um, and also listen to the audio and a monitor. So I go through all these steps just to make sure that everything's perfect. And then I go, you know, and do my thing. And this is how I did the, uh, the award ceremony and things like that for... For the film festival and um i gotta tell you it's such a pain to do it that way oh my god and and every time i got up it seemed like there were a couple times anyways where i hit my knee on the corner of the table you know and i knocked the the microphone down because it's on the you know on the on the base thing and i was like oh god you know forgot to hit record when i came back or Whatever oh, it was, it was like, oh my god, this is gonna take all day. <laughs> oh, I can't tell you the amount of times that I've, you know, thought I hit record and did not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and and that happens even with regular cameras, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's wrap this up for everybody, Jason. Yes. Actually, give me. I need. I need two more minutes just yes. to do do one thing, and that is so. Um, as we talked about acts and beats. The final thing is scenes, and that's just the content that that fills out. And we'll we'll be getting into that much later. But that's the that's like the final element of structure. Yeah. And once when this is good, this is looking down the road. Once we have structure mastered, we're gonna we're gonna circle back and talk about character arc and how it fits within structure, because these two things are what give you your complete story. Perfect. Perfect. Because we do want people to have the complete. Oh yeah. Empowerment of story in their film. I'm really excited about this. I I don't know. I'm pretty sure our listeners are just kind of they're excited, but they're not sure until they get to the next episode. So let's do this. Mm-hmm. Um let's make the next episode I'm literally going to pull up my calendar. Listeners this is what we're going to do. We're going to skip a week, skip a Tuesday, and the following Tuesday after that is when we're going to publish the next episode, the next session uh, with Jason. Sound good to, with mm-hmm. you? Works for me. All right. So now you guys know. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be back and we're gonna we're gonna do a deep dive into acts specifically. That's right. We're diving and in the weeds. And the movies we're going to be using for examples are Wonder Woman 2017 and Joss Whedon's Serenity. Perfect. And I'm going to do a little bit of my homework, too. You should. Yeah. It's, it, look, there, there's way worse homework than, than, than watching Serenity. I know. Could you imagine? <laughs> That's what I used to say in film school as well. It's like, oh, I get to watch films for homework. Gee, poor me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope to see you on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Just give us a tag. Uh, we will have links underneath here for everything. And, um, and uh, let us know that you're enjoying these this series because i mean it is it is going to be work and uh we're putting jason through the ringer to make sure that we're we're doing these for you i know that you're going to get a lot out of it and um your films are going to get better and i just know that you're going to start submitting more films to the film festival <laughs> and other film festivals and you're going to start raking in awards and i will see you on the academy awards and the oscars very soon what do you think jason I think that's good. And uh, hey, Susie, one thing: what is the? I know, I know you put in the show notes, but what is the? What's the best handle if people want to reach out to you on Twitter or Instagram? Uh, probably you can reach out to me at SBP Podcast for Twitter, and you can or or at Susie Botello S U S Y. Um, but the other one for Instagram is Mobile Film SD. Perfect. I mean, I, I tag you in all my, all my relative, my posts relative to the things that you and I discuss and things you, I think you would find interesting. Yeah. And, um, so if you have any questions about, you know, the stuff we're going to get into, you can hit up Susie at any of those, any of those ads, or you can find me on Instagram at Jason C. Marshall. Awesome. All right. You're going to hear a little song now. You know, that song. It's, our it's little, a good song. That, that little theme song at the end of each podcast. <laughs> Hit it.